All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rock and Roll Garage. It's time for Grease to Wheels, your weekly technician podcast. That must mean I'm your Uncle Jimmy, and guess what? I am. How about that shit? Hey, today's subject, what I'd like to talk to you about today, is your state's inspection laws or your state inspection rules or procedures or your state's lack of them, your state's lack of an inspection policy. Listen, uh, some states, I'm I'm reading this, that uh, some states are actually going to get away from and discontinue their state inspection policy. Uh, Some states are stiffening. (laughs) I I apologize. Whenever I say something that is even remotely obscene, the immature idiot in me comes out and I laugh. I'm sorry. I'll try to keep it to a minimum. Yeah, some states, a lot of states are actually making their laws tougher. That's better than stiffer. I myself personally uh, have quite a bit of experience with state inspection laws, and I'm finding out that uh, different states, they do different things, and different things are good in some states, and different things are not good in some states. And uh, it's kind of amazing, actually, what's going on. Um, Being a uh, born and raised New Yorker, I'm familiar with, with the state inspection laws as they exist in the state of New York. Uh, I refrain from saying the great state of New York because it's not so great anymore. People who are living there are getting the absolute living shit taxed out of them. And uh, I mean, really, literally, they have a tax for everything. I think about the only thing that they haven't figured out how to tax yet is the oxygen that you're breathing when you live in that state. So uh, you have uh, uh, income tax, you have sales tax, you have property tax. And uh, God forbid you go to the DMV and try to drive something. Fuck, they're murdering people. And that's why people leave that state. And uh, they're going to probably continue to until it's empty. And uh, one person has to pay all the taxes for the whole state. That that shit's neither here nor there. But let me tell you about the, uh, I've had a, a New York State inspector's license probably for about 20 three years now. Uh, Early on when I first got it, I wasn't even a technician. I just got it because I could. And then when I became a technician, I was all set because I already had one. And to actually, uh, and this is, I find this uh, ridiculous, but to uh, actually renew my inspector's license in New York, the only thing that I have to do is give them money. I don't have to uh, produce any kind of uh, training or recertification certificate, or I don't even have to produce a a birth certificate or a driver's license. I just need to send them a few presidential flashcards. And the next thing I know, I have a brand new inspector's license card. So are they keeping up with that shit? No, probably not. I would imagine there's a, quite a few deceased people that still have valid inspector's licenses in that state. But uh, what's required, what is required is that you be listed as an inspector in a shop where they do inspections and they have an inspection station and there are rules which they are very happy to change at a moment's notice. And uh, some of the rules that they have come up with and some of the procedures and the policies that they have for passing New York State inspection are actually kind of fucking stupid. Uh, Some things are actually absolutely necessary and let me tell you where i come down on this and then this is for all states uh i believe personally that it's extremely important as a a human being and as an automotive technician for every state to have some sort of inspection and perhaps display maybe a sticker either in the corner of the windshield 
or at the very top of it, or maybe on the corner of the license plate or whatever they prefer to do. But the inspection itself, regardless of how it's displayed to the police officers of that state uh, is important. And, And I'll tell you why. And I think as an automotive technician, if you're listening to this and you have been listening to this, you already know why. Because people are fucking stupid. People are stupid. And, you know, we're part of people. So every once in a while, yes, we are stupid. And, uh, and, and to say that people are stupid, I want to just address this really quickly. I'm not saying that all people are stupid all the time. No, uh, there are brilliant people out there who don't know anything about cars. Does that make them stupid? Well, it makes them stupid about cars, but it doesn't make them completely stupid. So let me get that. I just wanted to clear the air on that. You could be an idiot. You could be a rocket scientist and be an idiot when it comes to cooking, or you could be an idiot when it comes to lawn care or something like that, okay? So everybody's an idiot at something and everybody hopefully is brilliant at something. Uh, Myself, your Uncle Jimmy, not really brilliant at anything, but uh, I'm gonna move forward anyway, okay? So one of the reasons we need to have uh, an inspection, a state inspection, I think we should have it in all 50 states, and I think it should be fairly stringent, is because people are stupid. People will drive their cars on bald tires with no brakes and broken windows and lights and shit that don't work because they're stupid. They don't care or they can't afford to fix them or whatever reason, it doesn't really even matter what the what the, the reason is or the, or the cause, okay? And uh, let, let me just put this to you right now. Uh, and this is, this is the dumb thing, but uh, when you have something that you're, doing or neglecting to do one or the other and somebody asks you what your excuse is or your reason there's a difference between the two okay let's say you do something bad and you try to explain to somebody why you did that why you did something bad well what you say is a reason a reason is the explanation of something bad in your own voice An excuse is the explanation for something bad when you're hearing it and it's not in your voice. So in other words, what I'm saying is to you, it's a reason to everybody else is an excuse, okay? So try to remember that. Listen, if you're driving around on bald tires and it's because you can't afford them, okay, that might be the reason why you have bald tires, but it's an excuse to every other person on the planet. It's just an excuse, okay? And Quite frankly, excuses are like assholes. Everybody has one and they all stink, okay? If you have bald tires and you're trying to drive on the highways in any one of the 50 states in this country, and, and quite frankly, around the world too, okay? I don't, you know, if you're if you're one of the uh, thousands of listeners that are listening in Australia, or maybe you're in uh, Ireland, there's a lot of the listeners there too in the, in the UK and in Ireland, uh, bald tires are just gonna get your ass in trouble and possibly killed, okay? Because I know in some of those places, now Australia, I understand it's it's somewhat desert-like, so it doesn't probably rain there that much, but when it does rain, guess what happens? The roads get wet, the coefficient of friction is lower. If you have bald tires, you're pretty much riding a death trap, okay? In places like Ireland and the UK where it rains a little bit more because of where they are in juxtaposition to the Atlantic Ocean, uh, having bald tires can be uh, seriously fatal. Uh, Same thing in the United States. It rains here 
pretty much a lot, except for in the Southwest, like Arizona, New Mexico. And even there, when it does rain, because it's so hot, the oil is typically on the top of the road because it's so fucking hot. And when it rains, guess what mixes? Or guess what doesn't mix, I should say? Oil and water. And so when you're trying to drive on a road in Arizona and it has rained for the first time in six months and you go to stop and you have bald tires, guess what? Your car says, yeah, fuck that stopping stuff. We're going to keep going. And you may smash into something or someone. So having bald tires and having a reason for having bald tires and having a reason be, oh, I can't afford them. That's your reason. But to everyone else on the planet, it's an excuse, especially a defense attorney in a uh, uh, lawsuit because you killed somebody and you're now being sued for uh, wrongful death and uh, negligent criminal homicide, okay? Because you had bald tires, okay? And if that sounds far-fetched, believe me, just be glad that your Uncle Jimmy is not a lawyer because if you hit somebody and killed them and you had bald tires, that's an open and shut case for me, pal. It's open and shut. You're going to jail and you're going to be lightened up by a couple, two, three million dollars, okay? So seriously, an inspection is a good idea and it's a smart idea. And if you can't pass it with your fucking car, don't slip somebody 10, 20 or $50 to get a sticker or to get passed so you can get a sticker in the mail, which is where how they do it some places. Uh, don't do that. Just fix the car right, okay? Because... I'm serious as a heart attack. If you kill somebody and you have an inspection sticker that you bought for 50 bucks, they're going to come after you and they're going to come after the guy you gave the 50 bucks to and they may even go after the shop, but they're going to go after somebody, okay? You can't you can't kill somebody accidentally these days. I don't care where the fuck you are on the planet and get away with it, okay? They're going to try to nail your ass to a cross and stick it up in the sand and watch you twist and die in the wind. It's what happens. It's what happens. The The liability of driving an automobile is so crushing that I can't believe anybody gives anybody any insurance at all, be it liability or comprehensive or collision or, you know, whatever else there is out there that you can get for a car, you know, agreed value or any of that other shit. Because all of us drive like shit. I've talked about it before. We're terrible drivers. I'm one of the more terrible ones. I'm familiar with how well I drive, which is to say I don't drive well. Uh, I've managed to avoid accidents for quite a while now, but uh, it scares me when I think about it because I haven't had an accident in a while and I'm due, okay? But uh, I am certainly not going to get into an accident anytime soon because something important on my vehicle fails. Okay, I'm not one of those people who's going to go, oh, those tires have plenty of tread on them when they're bald as fuck, and then just keep going. Uh, the lights on my car, the lights on my truck are going to work. My my glass is all good. My wipers are good. Everything I need to pass inspection is going to be good. Okay. Now, if you're in one of these states that is trying to get rid of this, I feel like I, I can't understand why someone would think that's a good idea. Um I know that in the state that I live in now, the inspection is uh, kind of uh, an uh, oh-by-the-way thing because people seem to go over uh, the time allotted for their state inspection and just get it whenever they seem like they feel like it. 
and I don't see anybody coming to me with tickets saying, oh, I need to get inspected now before I go before the judge, which is something I saw a lot in New York. One of the problems with the state inspection laws in New York that I became familiar with was that not only was it a safety inspection, which meant that your suspension had to work, your brakes had to have some sort of material on the pad. They could not be metal to metal. Uh, the tires need to have a certain amount of tread depth. All of your lights had to work, regardless of who put them on there. If you put them on or they had to work. That was the rule. Uh, you, glass couldn't be broken up to a certain point. Wipers needed to work. Mirrors needed to be there. Uh, there was a lot of different things you had to look at. We, as inspectors in New York, looked at these things pretty cursory. It was really quickly. Uh, you just looked the car over, maybe for a second or two, maybe maybe for a minute even. And uh, I mean, unless, of course, you were slow on work and you needed something to do, you might go, wow, you know, you need brakes to pass inspection. And, and quite frankly, uh, that was almost never true because their, uh, the state's opinion of how much you need to have for brakes is that they just can't be metal to metal. So your brakes could be literally razor thin and they would still pass inspection as long as there was no metal to metal contact there. And you would be surprised how often there actually was metal to metal. And if you were paying attention to any of the sites on Facebook, they get very angry with you if you post pictures of how shitty some people's brakes are. Uh, it, it kind of frightens me. This is the only system, we've talked about it before, this is the only system on the car that is really more important than any other system on the car. If you think about what brakes do, they bring you to a stop. When a car is moving and it can't be stopped, uh, bad things are gonna happen, okay? If the car doesn't run, the car doesn't start, safest thing in the world. Not going anywhere, not gonna hurt anybody. Not gonna do its goddamn job, not the job that it was manufactured for, or not the job that you want it to do, but still, it's not gonna hurt anybody. It's when the brakes are bad, that's when people get hurt. I mean, you can, you can go 100 miles an hour and have really, really good brakes and crash into a wall and kill you and your passenger or maybe anybody else you might happen to hit. And that would be bad. That is easily one of the worst things going. But the car is designed to move forward and, and it's up to you how fast it goes. But when it comes to brakes, that's the one important system on the car that needs to absolutely work, okay? And so I don't think any state in the union, uh, in the United States, I don't think any of the provinces in Canada or any of the... the uh, Mexican provinces or any other country in the world uh, should just give anybody or everybody a pass on whether or not their car can do certain fucking things. The most important of which is to fucking come to a complete stop. Now, if you want to have a lot of dead people, and I suppose there's places in the world where there's just so many fucking people that if you ran over a hundred of them, they wouldn't even miss them. I mean, like China or India, where there's just millions and millions and millions of people and they seem to be to at least to a, a lay person like myself here in the, in the United States it seems like they're just stacked on top of each other uh, perhaps the government takes a more uh, blase kind of an approach to a vehicle inspection and just says yeah fuck them you know crunch all you want we'll make more you know turn people into Cheetos you know I but I, I honestly believe that some sort of a formal inspection it needs to be everywhere, everywhere, everywhere in the world, okay? One of the problems that we used to suffer from where I'm from in New York is that in the wintertime, we slathered the highways with salt to keep the roads free of ice, which makes the roads safer, it's agreed. 
that you can stop faster on wet pavement than you can on ice. Ice has absolutely uh, microscopic coefficient of friction, whereas wet roads have a little bit higher coefficient of friction, which is what you are actually using to stop your vehicle. So spreading salt is made uh, traveling in the north and the northeast, especially around the Great Lakes, a little bit easier, a little bit safer uh, at the expense of the sheet metal and metal components of our automobiles, which leads me to uh, one of the points into which having a state inspection is extremely important. In a lot of cases, if you're looking at an older vehicle and you're doing a state inspection on it as a state inspector certified by that particular state, you've get uh, read IE, you have given them the money so that you can continue to do these inspections. You need to look at the uh, brake lines, okay? And believe me, being a technician in the northern part of, of the United States, you either get out of the business or you become really good at making brake lines, really good. And uh, I am basically an idiot savant of brake lines. I can make them so that you don't even, you can't even tell that they're not factory, okay? That's, <laughs> that's how good I got at it, okay? Um, and it's important here again because it's the brake system. It's important that you check this shit out and you, you look at it and you go, yeah, you, I can't pass it for inspection because the brake lines are just absolutely crusty and rotted and, and you can see that they're leaking and pretty soon they're going to fail 100% and you're going to drive right into something that I would prefer you don't drive into. And if you do drive into something and you hurt somebody and or you kill them and I was the guy who inspected your car within the last six months uh, somebody's going to come knocking on my door and ask me to come down to the uh, Gray Bar Hotel with some pretty bracelets on, okay? They're going to arrest me because that I am liable for that kind of shit. I said that car was safe to drive. It wasn't. I can't just say that shit and get away with it. Uh, what also makes uh, inspections in New York State, and I don't know how many others are like this. I know that Texas is like that because I'm here now. Uh, they in check the engine computer, to make sure that all of the monitors are set. Now, if you're listening to this and you're not a technician, uh, and, and maybe some of the technicians that actually are listening to this don't uh, get what monitors are, I'll fill you in. I'll give you the Cliff Notes version here, okay? Monitors are basically what they, the name says. They monitor certain systems, okay? There are about six monitors in every car. Some have more, some have less, but only certain ones are important as far as a, a state inspection goes, at least as far as it exists in New York and or Texas. Uh, there's a monitor for each O2 sensor. There's a monitor for the heater circuits in those O2 sensors. And then there's also monitors for fuel tank leakage, the EVAP system. And then if it's if you have it on your vehicle, if your vehicle requires this, there is also a monitor for the secondary air system, okay? So we're looking at six monitors here. Now, when you go to an AutoZone or you go to any parts store or any shop and you have them check your codes in one of their code scanners and it tells you, oh, you have a misfire or you have a mixture adaption faults or maybe you have fuel tank leakage and you have a check engine light on. And then they say to you, do you want me to clear them? Now say you're overdue for a state inspection by a month, maybe two, sometimes three. Some I've seen them, I've seen them up to a year overdue. And you go to a shop 
to have them check out what the problem is causing your check engine light to come on because as we know in New York and in Texas you can't inspect the vehicle with the check engine light on because that's one of the things that they check for they check to see if the check engine light's on and if it's on you can't pass inspection that's as simple as it gets so what ends up happening is you go to someone who has one of these handheld scan tools they're 100 150 bucks and he goes in and he goes oh you know you got a p0442 means the gas cap's probably loose oh sure okay isn't that special sure you go back you tighten up the gas cap you they go hey you want to clear the faults you go sure sure okay well here's the problem with that boys and girls if you don't know this then you should know this if you're a mechanic if you're a technician listening to this you should know this it should should be like the first thing you learn on day day one at Wildtech or UTI or wherever you go to school. You should know this. When you clear the faults, you reset the monitors to unset. You reset the monitors back to zero and they are no longer set. The monitors are not complete is what they, what they really call it. Your monitors are incomplete, okay? And you are never going to pass a, a state inspection, at least in Texas or New York, with incomplete monitors. You need to have at least... Five of them set as complete, and you can have one that is incomplete, okay? Now, you've just gone and gotten all of your fault codes cleared, your check engine lights off, and you're happy because now you can get your car inspected. Eh, Wrong. Wrong answer. No can do. Sorry, pal. Uh, Your monitors are incomplete. Whoa, 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 wait, whoa. How come my monitors are incomplete? Well, somebody cleared your faults recently, and you go, that son of a bitch at AutoZone did it. Then you go back and you scream at him for resetting your monitors, for resetting your, for clearing your faults. It's his fault you can't get inspected, which is stupid because you told him to go ahead and clear your faults and he thought he was doing you a favor and you thought he was doing you a favor and you were happy about it until you found out that your monitors were incomplete, okay? So quit yelling at the guys at AutoZone and Pep Boys and wherever else they're fucking doing you a favor clearing your faults. Stop. And if you, and I'm telling you right now, it was a, it's been a big problem for a long time. And now you go to AutoZone and they scan your codes and you say, can you clear them? They say, no, they will not clear your codes because you're a stupid asshole. (laughs) And you come back and scream at them when your monitors are incomplete during your state inspection. So this is something, if you're a customer or if you're a technician, you don't know this and you find out the hard way and you have to pay for an inspection that you didn't pass because of your incomplete monitors, don't roll back to the auto parts store where they were trying to help you out and start fucking screaming at them. Just don't do it. Do not do it. It makes you into an asshole, okay? Now, your monitors can be reset pretty easy, okay? But there's two of, it, there's two of them that reset in a different manner than the other four, okay? So to reset the four monitors that have to do with your mixture control such as your o2 sensors and your heated o2 sensors you have to drive the car and you have to drive the car for well it's it's different for all cars and it's it's even different depending on what the weather's like to be honest with you but you have to drive about 20 25 minutes at a steady speed and come back at the same speed and then typically those monitors will be set unless unless and this has happened to me a couple of times. And it's it's difficult to diagnose this because everything seems fine. Car runs fine. Everything's good. Maybe it's summertime and you weren't using the heater anyway. But your thermostat and your cooling system is stuck open. And your engine never gets hot enough to, as they say, light off your O2 sensors. Okay, great. Now your O2 sensors are not set and they're never going to set. As long as this thermostat is stuck open, they're never going to set. Never, never, never. So somebody figures it out by looking at the coolant temps sensor 
and seeing what the coolant temperature is after you've been driving the car for an hour and sees that it's like 120 degrees. It's like, how does this even happen? Well, your your engine never gets warm because the coolant never stays in the engine long enough to get hot. And when it gets to the radiator, it cools down too much because there's no restriction in the in the cooling system, which is typically provided by the thermostat. But since it's stuck open, no restriction, you're gonna have cold coolant all the time. Unless of course there's a leak and it overheats and then that's a whole nother story. And that'll probably actually set your monitors, uh, but not in the way you want to, okay? So, and the other two, if you have secondary air and you have uh, fuel tank, EVAP, emissions incomplete, these particular uh, monitors will only set when the vehicle is started in ambient temperature state, which re means that they will only reset after a restart in the AM after the vehicle is sat all night. So if you have monitors that aren't set, you need to drive it and then you need to let it sit overnight and then you should be good to go, unless your thermostat's stuck open. So that's a, a, a whole ball of wax separate from all the shit on the car not being rusted or rotted or worn out. That's a, it's, it's like a two-part thing. And on top of that, boys and girls, in the state of New York, they said, oh, your window tint can't be too dark. This was just a couple of years ago. Now, a window tint being dark used to be a thing that was, you know, used to be a thing that the police were concerned about. And guess what? They're still concerned about it. But now, instead of the police being the ones that go around and tell people they have window tint that's too dark, now the mechanics get to do it. Isn't that special? Yeah, I, I thought it was. We have to take this little device that tells us what the percentage of tint is in a window, and if it's too high, it's got to go. And if it's too high, it won't pass inspection. And for a, while, for a while there, and I knew several people who got caught in this particular web of stupidity, because I think it's kind of dumb myself, they went out and bought new cars and got window tint put on, and then this law went into effect on January 1st, a couple, two, three years ago, and suddenly their cars were illegal. The tint was too dark. They had just gotten it put on the car. They hadn't even made the first one, two, or three payments, and now they need an inspection. They need to inspect the car again, and it won't pass because the fucking tint's too dark, and they have to scrape it off after paying good money to have it put on. It's kind of the dumbest shit going. And uh, we did find, uh, as a matter of fact, it was the very first guy who came into our shop for a inspection when I was working in New York, when this law went into effect. We said, your tint's too dark, it won't pass inspection. And we were like thinking to ourselves, God, I just feel like a jerk off for having to tell this guy that. And he whips out a medical form that says, his doctor says it's okay for him to have dark tint. And I started laughing because I thought that was great. He had a medical exemption. He did not have to scrape off his tint. I got to put a sticker on it and I sent him down the road thinking, good, the cops can fuck with him now. It's out of my hands. And they have a tint rule down here in Texas as well. But I don't believe it's enforced as uh, stringently or as strictly as it is in New York because you have to have tinted windows down here or else the interior in your car will melt because it does get pretty hot down here sometimes. <laughs> so... Anyway, I've gone on and on about uh, certain subtle nuances of, of state inspections, but I want to get back to my original point, and that is that people will let their cars deteriorate so much so to a point where they're just absolutely unbelievably and horribly unsafe, 
And if we don't have some sort of official state-sponsored inspection, they will continue to ignore and they will continue to neglect their own vehicle just so they don't have to spend money on it. And eventually, the cows are going to come home on them. Eventually, the, eventually, something is going to happen. Eventually. You cannot drive on bald tires forever. Tires wear out. They wear through. And they will blow out eventually. And if nobody's there to say, oh, you need tires or you're not getting this crazy sticker that you need to keep the cops from pulling you over, then they won't. They just won't. That's the way people are. They don't They don't spend money unless they absolutely have to. And even when they have to, they'll still figure out a way to explain it to themselves, to make it right in their own mind that they don't have to do that. So as far as state inspection goes, ladies and gentlemen, if your state has it, you should be glad they have it. Uh, some states, such as I believe Pennsylvania, have uh, more, they have tougher uh, state inspection laws where you can't have rust holes in your car. This shit would never fly in New York. Every car has a rust hole in it after a few years and the car technically still keeps working. But uh, there's gaping holes in the body or in the floorboards or both. So that won't work there. PA is pretty tough about that stuff and you'll see a lot of cobbed up body work just so they don't have holes in them. So that's one of the, your, one of the downfalls of having a state inspection, at least as far as the state of Pennsylvania is concerned. Um, if you work and live in a state where there is no state inspection as an automotive technician, you're really missing out because uh, we would sell stuff every once in a while to customers who didn't want to have to buy things for their car. They didn't want to have to have the brakes done or the tires changed, but they couldn't get inspected without them. The state inspection was kind of a way of saying, look, you either get fucking tires or you get no sticker. And without the sticker, or if you have the wrong color sticker in your windshield, you're going to get pulled over. And then the cops are going to see your bald tires and they're going to see that your sticker's overdue by maybe one or two years even, or that your brakes are bad. Uh, typically, the cops aren't going to look that closely at your car. But if your lights don't work or if your tires are bald, they're going to give you a ticket. If you still fail to fix these components after you get a ticket, the judge will pretty much basically slap the shit out of you with a fine that'll fucking make your nose bleed, okay? So you're gonna wanna get this shit done. And I believe that, unfortunately, I know a lot of people are not fans of it, but I believe we, we absolutely have to be, we have to have a state inspection. We have to. And states that are getting rid of it, I think that are very short-sighted. And uh, I hope that they're willing to accept the liability of not having the professionals like yourself and myself in their state looking the cars over to determine whether or not they are actually safe to operate on their highways. All right, that's enough of my opinion about state inspections. Listen, let me know what you think about state inspections. Let me know if there's crazy, stupid shit going on with your state inspection laws. Uh, you can also hit me up with stories about how people try to wiggle out of getting a state inspection. I know that there's been some crazy shit that I've witnessed. Uh, I've seen some cars on the road that, that absolutely should not be on the road with fresh, freshly minted inspection stickers on them. Uh, I know that there's a, a, it's a disaster waiting to happen. So let me know what you got, what's going on in your life, what your experience was. Hit me on the Facebook because I get on there every once in a while and uh, look at the comments that you guys give us. And I appreciate the good comments. I actually also appreciate the bad comments. Uh, if, if I'm being overbearing or if I'm saying something stupid or something you don't like, let me know. I may modify my behavior. I doubt it, but uh, I'll think about it anyway, at least. And uh, I appreciate it. You know, I'm not such an egomaniac that I'm 
believe I'm perfect. I know I'm not. And uh, I enjoy it when you point it out to me. So thank you very much. Not really, but, you know, I mean, I got to try to be humble. Uh, I'm not very good at it. But uh, anyway, please do hit me up with the comments. Uh, any kind of tidbits that you have, especially on this subject, I'm uh, looking forward to hearing them. Uh, let me know what you feel about, let me know how you feel about uh, having a state inspection in your state, if you have one or if you do not, okay? So for right now, this is enough of your Uncle Jimmy. He's going to sign off. And when he does that every time, every single fucking time, all he does is go, see ya. This episode of Grease the Wheels was sponsored by Hemp It Up. Hemp It Up is your source for edible, transdermal, and every other form of CBD products that you can imagine. Now, CBD is a bit of a hot-button topic right now, but let our expert friends at Hemp It Up sort it out for you. Their knowledgeable staff, their locations in Rochester and Syracuse, will get you the CBD product that you need when you need it the most. We especially like transdermal CBD balm after a long day of turning wrenches. You rub some of that on your hands, your neck, and your shoulders, and you're good to go for tomorrow. Also, stop in and mention Grease the Wheels for 5% off your order. Hemp it up, Rochester and Syracuse's source for CBD and the only CBD company trusted by Grease the Wheels. You can check them out online at hempitupgifts.com. That is Hemp It Up, Rochester and Syracuse, CBD. It's good stuff, keeps us turning wrenches, keeps us on the move.